to you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude. And if you're listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. Now, this is the second episode of our season-long journey. So if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? We have a lot scheduled for this episode, guys. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm coming to you from a place that I like to call the saloon. So Barkeep, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today is a recap of the win over Western New Mexico, interviews with the team, and a preview of the game against UTEP. Alrighty, thank you Barkeep. Well, let's jump right into it. I have my lasso in hand and it's time for a segment that I like to call our post-game roundup. Shout out to the student paper. Now, this is a segment where I discuss the Aggies' most recent game and gather up my takeaways from the contest. Now, New Mexico State defeated Western New Mexico this past Tuesday at the Pan American Center by a score of 92-46 to and no, it was not the most stiff competition considering the Mustangs are a D2 team, but it was still our first real look at the Aggies this season my first takeaway is that the talks about Jabari Rice guys they've kind of been true now if you listen to episode one you know the head coach Chris Jans and I have been talking about Jabari's progress throughout the summer and the redshirt sophomore did not disappoint in the season opener now Jabari entered the game against the Mustangs with a career high of 10 points and he had 16 at halftime guys I know, I know, but it did not end there. Now, Jabari finished with 21 points and three assists on six for nine shooting. He went two for five from deep, and he made seven of his nine free throws. Now, I have to put out a disclaimer. All of these stats that I'll be telling you throughout this segment, you kind of have to take them with a grain of salt because they were against a Division II team. No disrespect to Western New Mexico, but still, even with all of that considered, he just looked like someone that is going to have a consistent role off this Aggies bench. He looked aggressive and he looked explosive, guys. And what I like the most is that when I talked to him after the game, the first thing that he told me was that he is not satisfied. He just wants to continue to get better. And that's exactly what you want to hear out of one of the youngest players on the team. So big ups to you, Jabari. We'll see what he does in the game against UTEP but I'm getting too far ahead of myself I still have two more takeaways to give you guys and my second one is that William McNair can provide some much needed big man depth for the Aggies now the prominent big men on the team are Yvonne Aracoachea I hope I said that right that's the first time I've actually said that out loud on the beat so far but also there is Johnny McCants and CJ Bobbitt but Yvonne is the only guy of the three that is over six foot seven and even then he's only six foot eight so they don't really have a traditional big man a traditional center and for a team that's relatively small you need those board machines and redshirt freshman William McNair showed that he can be one of those guys for the Aggies this season he's a six foot ten 265 pound beast and McNair recorded seven boards to go along with his 11 points in just 17 minutes against the Mustangs now he's not going to kill you with a mid-range shot or a three-point shot for that matter such as like a big man such as Johnny McCants but I'll tell you what this kid is an ambulance that's right now I know what you're thinking Justin what does that mean I'll tell you what it means guys when you see him coming you get out of the way this guy will put you on a poster with a monstrous dunk and you'll even send a shot back which he did by chasing down a player on a fast break against the Mustangs and getting the rejection now how much the Aggies will use McNair once they're healthy it remains to be seen but as a redshirt freshman guys his career is just getting started and that game against Western New Mexico is a pretty good way of starting it now our final takeaway 
takeaway. Takeaway number three is that Trevel and Queen is a lot more than just a score. Now, we all know the senior is a bucket getter. That is no secret, especially after the stellar postseason that he had last year. But I was really impressed by Queen's vision in the game against Western New Mexico. He scored 14 points on five for eight shooting, which you kind of come to expect with the expanded role he's going to have this year. But he also posted a team high four assists, which is something I think would be huge moving forward if he can keep it up. Because you got to remember, AJ Harris is the team's main facilitator. And with him out, replacing his numbers is going to be a group effort. Sean Buchanan figures to be one of those guys to help rack up the assists. But the more that Queen can keep that ball moving and create for his teammates, in addition to scoring for himself, then the more lethal this team will be. And that actually carries us perfectly into segment number two, where I talk with some of these players because I got to talk to Trev just recently. And here's what he had to say about the Western New Mexico game, about how much he's rounded out his personal game and more guys. Barkeep, change the channel real quick. So first of all, congratulations on the win against Western New Mexico. Appreciate that, appreciate yeah. that. So what am I getting takeaways from that game? Uh, I feel like that game, everybody knew the outcome was gonna be going into it, but we took the game as a learning process, try to get better as a team and as a unit instead of playing down to our enemies. So I feel like that was a good eye opener for us of what we can do as a team. Yeah, definitely. So putting up 90 plus points against anybody something to be happy about. Just what does it say about the depth that even when you guys aren't necessarily at your full strength, just still able to score the way you did? It's just that everybody believes in themselves. When they got the time, they come in and they do what they gotta do, do their job, do their role. They don't try to overdo it, they just play hard and play within the system. And I feel like that just brings more energy, more team. I feel like we can do better if everybody just plays their role and as one. Yeah, definitely. A stat that really stood out to me uh, when I was looking at your stat lines, you had four assists in the game. Some of you really try to become someone that can, can create for others as well. I just try to do what I can inside the play. If, if there's an open shot for me, or just get my teammate involved when they're open. I just feel like I find an open man, give it to him. Don't try to make it harder than it is. Yeah, definitely. You guys have an upcoming game against UTEP. I'm sure by now you've already looked at the team, film, stuff like that. Just what are you expecting out of them? Uh, just a hard-fought game, both ways, that we, all, we both just give our all, and then it's not going to be easy going and win. We know we just got to bring it all. You know they're gonna, I know a team that's tired of losing to us is going to bring everything they got every year, so we know we got to have the right mindset going in there. Yeah. Can you talk about just where the group is at right now as you guys are getting ready for that game? Oh, we good right now. It's just that we got a little bumps and bruises. That's just a little adversity that we got to face. That's nothing to us, though. We're used to that. I mean, I feel like that should give us everybody else more of an inch to grow individually and collective as a team. Alrighty guys, so that was Traveling Queen talking about a lot of things really about the Western New Mexico game, about the progress he's made individually, and also a little snippet about the UTEP game that is coming up because I want to talk about it guys trust me I do and it is coming in segment number three but before that happens I do want to play another interview that I had with a pair of New Mexico State teammates because to me this was my favorite storyline out of the game against Western New Mexico it was the duo of Tennessee Owens and Bryce Rewalt now both of these guys had not gotten onto the court during an actual Aggies game Tennessee is a redshirt sophomore and then Bryce actually just got added to the roster right before the game because he is a team manager but hey because of all those injuries the Aggies say if you can spray you can play and that guy can spray the basketball from deep both of them really lit it up when they were teammates at Centennial High School so two Las Cruces natives they were part of the 2015 state championship team for the Hawks and they got to get on the court together for about 
It was about six and a half minutes, the last six and a half minutes of the game. Tennessee finished with seven points, and then Bryce almost had one of his shots from three fall. I was really rooting for it, but it rimmed out, but he still got on the stat sheet with one rebound. Either way, this is a really cool story for both of these guys to reunite on the court for their hometown school. So, Barkeep, change the channel real quick. Just one more time, please. Do me a favor. Yeah, I was going to say, playing for a hometown team, nothing like it, right? It's a lot of fun. It's uh, the uh, People are telling me, you know, Bryce and I – and when we got in the game, it was it was unreal. Like, I, you kind of black out as an out-of-body out experience because I hadn't played a game, an official game, in 32 months. And yeah. people, people were telling me, like, you haven't played since high school. I was like, oh, I know. I'm ready for it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the crowd went crazy when I hit that three. And I couldn't feel it, but then I watched it on film, and it was like it erupted. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a big – it was a moment I'll never get, especially the fact that I got to play with, you know, my best friend. It was like – the magnitude of the entire moment and experience was just was upped. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. When did you find out that you were suiting up? Uh, about three hours before. Seriously? I was, yeah, I was waiting okay. on like my sickle cell uh -huh. results to come in, and then okay. they came back. I and they said, "Here's your jersey. What number were you in high school?" I told them. They gave me the same number. So nice. It's been crazy. For you. He was like, he started off as a manager. You know, right. just like total like just normal manager, and then you know it got leaked to the staff that he could actually hoop and I was like no he could play and then you know because of our injury situation we're like yeah. oh let's bring him on as a practice player just you know to help with body so we, the guys that play heavy minutes can uh you know get a little bit more rest and then they're like okay well, his first practice he hit like six threes so we're like really? he did this to himself so uh was that like in the summer no it was just like on Thursday oh, yeah okay. so like last week this all happened within the, the idea of putting him on the roster happened a week ago today. Oh, okay wow. so and then he hit like six threes in his first practice we're like okay right, we're gonna Start the process of putting him on the <laughs> roster. And then we didn't know if it was going to happen for Tuesday. And obviously, you know, because of our opponent, uh, we had a pretty good feeling that we yeah. would both play, especially Bryce. And uh, it, like you said, it happened around 3 o'clock that he got – everything got through and it was you know, it was just kind of gone from there. Yeah. What's that moment like when you get to check into the game? It was insane because, I mean, growing up here, big-time Aggie fan, I'm sure I could go back and dig through pictures. My dad bringing me here when I was like a year old. So, I mean, I can, I've been coming here for 21 years to watch games and finally check in. is It's a surreal experience. And, Never would have expected it, but yeah. I'm grateful for the opportunity, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, so we're rooting for that shot to fall down. I know, that man. It's, it's <laughs> sad on the top of the rim. Huh? Yeah, can you got it. Let's what's going through your mind as you're letting that. Did so, it feel good off your head? Or you know, you it felt it? great, and it. it uh, I remember getting it. I forgot who set the screen. I think it was Will, but it, and it looked good, and I started to jog back it. But when I saw it pop out, I just kind of laughed because it wasn't meant to be. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll get another shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely <laughs> other chances for it. Alrighty guys, so that was Bryce Rewalt and Tennessee Owens talking about, like I said, what was just a really cool moment for them in that Western New Mexico game. And if you want to know more about their story, well then this is one of the many benefits of tuning in the Straight Shooter, because every now and then I'll I'll sprinkle in a little bit of a sneak peek at what's to come. I'm actually working on a feature that will be published tomorrow on the Las Cruces Sun News site about their six-year journey together. So make sure to check that out. And there you go. There's a reward, a little, a little nugget, if you will. But now it is time for the main meal, the entree. Segment number three, our preview for the UTEP game. Can I get a drum roll, please? Alrighty guys, now it is time for one of the most anticipated games on the schedule every single season for New Mexico State. That is right, the Aggies are traveling to El Paso this Tuesday for a showdown against their rivals, the UTEP Miners. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m., so let's get into the preview. Now, as we all know by now, the Aggies are not at full strength. A.J. Harrison and Clayton Henry will be out for this game, but another possible absentee for the upcoming rivalry match might be senior guard Terrell Brown. Now, he led the team in scoring last last season as their starting shooting guard and he did suit up 
and participated in warm-ups before the game against Western New Mexico, but the team opted to rest him the entire night due to a strained hip flexor slash groin that he's been dealing with for the past week or so, according to head coach Chris Jans. Now, Jans did say in the post-game presser that Brown could have played at quote-unquote half speed on Tuesday against the Mustangs if the Aggies needed him, but that obviously wasn't necessary because they jumped out to a 16-0 lead and then just ran away with it from there. But anyways, as of Thursday evening, as I am recording this, Brown is still questionable for the UTEP game. And I expect New Mexico State to play it close to the vest and regard this status until right before tip-off, just because that's an injury that can change on a day-to-day basis. You know, one day you think you're fine and the next day you might tweak it again. So they're not going to put out some news saying that he is going to play on Thursday or Friday, and then all of a sudden in practice on Saturday or Sunday, something happens. So I do think it is going to be a true game time decision. He is still listed as questionable as I'm recording this. And whether or not Brown plays will be huge because the Aggies are going up against a team that is locked and loaded. That is right. This UTEP team has a really good balance of veteran transfers and just young talent as well. And that showed when the team earned a 93-70 to win over New Mexico Highlands last Tuesday in its season opener. There are a couple of players to watch out for on this minor squad. And the first one that comes to mind is sophomore forward F.A. Odege, who recorded 18 points and 6 rebounds in 22 minutes against the Cowboys. His biggest strength quite literally is his strength. He's six foot nine, 255 pounds, and he will bang down low. He will not shy away from contact. It's going to be a tough matchup for players to such as Yvonne or Johnny, which is why you might see someone like William McNair also get time on the court because he and F.A. have similar games, similar build. And McNair is one of those guys that the Aggies have that will not get bullied in the paint by an imposing player like Odege. Now, the second person to watch out for on this UTEP team is the recent grad transfer from LSU, that is point guard Daryl Edwards. Now, he erupted for 17 points and shot a scorching 3 for 4 from deep in 35 minutes against Highlands. His biggest strength, as I just alluded to, is his 3-point shooting. The Aggies have struggled containing point guards that can hit shots from deep in the past. The most recent example, and one of the best examples, is the leading scorer for UTEP last season, Evan Gilliard, who is now an Aggie after transferring in the summer. He's not eligible to play this season, but either way, Evan did average 21.5 points per game in the two matchups against New Mexico State last season, and he went to combine 5 for 11 from beyond the arc. Now, having Toro Brown would be huge for New Mexico State in this game, not just to match the scoring that Edwards provides, but also for defensive purposes because Terrell Bound is one of their better defenders. But a player such as backup point guard Jabari Rice, who Jan says is the team's most aggressive defender, will also have a key role on Tuesday. And our last person to watch out for on this Miners team is redshirt junior forward Eric Villa, who recorded 11 points and 11 rebounds. So he got the double-double in 29 minutes against the Cowboys. And his biggest strength is his mobility. Now, he's a six foot eleven transfer from Texas A&M slash Fresno state and he has no problem handling the ball despite his size he even shut off his range by hitting a triple against highlands it's going to be a matchup worth watching out for between him and yvonne the two spaniards actually but also expect johnny mccants to see some coverage on him just because mccants is mobile as well my key to success in this game for new mexico state is to match the miners' depth now, UTEP had six players score at least 12 points in the win over Highlands, and it'll be up to players such as Johnny McCants, Jabari Rice, Sean Williams, William McNair to bring that intensity off the bench, especially, especially if Brown cannot play in order for them to create a handful for this Miners defense. My prediction in this game, guys, is that New Mexico State will earn a 68-64 to win over the Miners, but that is assuming Terrell Brown plays. If he does not play, I'm going to have to side with the Miners in this one to split the scores. UTEP 68, 
NMSU 64. I know, I know, guys, but hey, we call this podcast Straight Shooter for a reason. It's because I got to call it how I see it. I do think whether or not Terrell Brown plays will be crucial for the Aggies. But like I said, I am not anticipating any news to come in from the team regarding his status these next few days, just because I do think it will be a true game time decision. But if I do hear anything, then by following me on Twitter at JaytheSportsDude, that is how you guys will hear about it first. But that is going to do it for the second episode of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And also thank you so much for the support you guys showed after the first episode. I'm talking Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, my emails, like you guys were really reaching out and showing a whole lot of love and it means a lot to me because I do enjoy putting these episodes together. And I'm also looking forward to this game against UTEP because this will be my first time getting to cover the rivalry. I will be out there at UTEP. I'm looking forward to seeing what the atmosphere is like, guys. But that is going to do it here for me tonight. This has been Justin Martinez, aka Jay the Sports Dude. And I'll see you guys next Sunday. I'm out.